Hello, and welcome to She Dynasty. I'm Valerie Moisel, and these are the women who rule. Hello, everyone. Um, today, I am so, so excited. Um, I'm incredibly honored to introduce one of the most accomplished respected and intelligent woman I've ever had the honor of sitting down with. And that is the world-renowned psychosexual therapist, media personality, uh, author who has written over 45 books. She's also a wildly successful talk show host and a Holocaust survivor. And that is Dr. Ruth K. Westheimer. Hello, Dr. Ruth. Hi there. Hi, Valerie. How are you today? Do you have a middle name, Valerie? I do. My middle name is Lise, L-I-S-E. So okay. I have... Hi, Valerie Lise. Okay. Valerie Lise, there you go. So as everyone knows, you know, Dr. Ruth is the um, love and relationship guru, and she is a true, true expert in the art of making emotional connections. And, you know, I chose to speak with you today, Dr. Ruth, for a very, very simple but important reason. It is the 25th anniversary of my company, my advertising agency, which is called The Woo. And, you know, 25 years ago when I named the company, it was, you know, it was a very simple idea. I really thought about what it means to be in this field. And I wanted a name that really reflect, kind of reflected my values. And so I came up with the name Woo for a very specific reason. The word Woo means to seek favor and affection. And when I saw the word, I actually was looking through a dictionary. When I saw the word, I was just like, that's it. That's what my company needs to be called because, you know, that's what I want to do is I want to make really strong emotional bonds and connections between brands and consumers. And so, you know, for my 25th anniversary, I thought, wow, who is like the true expert, you know, the Me. real, real expert on this idea of wooing? And I was sitting around with my team and, you know, your name came up and I thought, oh my gosh, what a dream would it be if I sat down with, you know, the queen of wooing, the, the person who, <laughs> you know, who knows it inside and out. And, you know, I'm so lucky that you have agreed to do this with me today. So thank you. Thank I, you. I want to tell you something, Valerie, right away, when you people... Um, use I like very much that explanation. When you use the word wooing, most people who are listening to you and me are going to think about men wooing women. I would like for your agency to expand that and to say it's also women who should woo men. We'll talk about that. A hundred percent. And then we need to talk about what happens in same-sex relationships too, right? So if you have Same men way, right. and women and women, there's there's that too. But we'll talk about that. I think that's really, really interesting. Yes. So one thing that I just want to note, because you know, part of the reason that I'm like so incredibly honored that I'm sitting with you is you have been interviewed by Johnny Carson, David Letterman, Joan Rivers, Howard Stern, Ellen DeGeneres, Robin All Hill. of them. And now Valerie. Presidents and now Valerie Moisel, which is, I'm like, I can't even express, like, I can't believe that I'm part of that elite club now. So thank you. <laughs> so no pressure here on me. So hopefully I can live up to, um, you know, what uh, Letterman and those uh, um, before me have done. So, um, you know, at the age of 93, uh, Dr. Ruth, you are stronger and more knowledgeable than ever. And 
um, you know, there is so much that we can learn from you about the art of wooing. Yeah, Valerie, yes. 90, 93 and a half. 93 and a half. Yep. Now we I, talk about wooing. Go ahead. There we go. <laughs> you know, so I worry sometimes that the art of wooing is going away. And so, you know, just with so much technology and people being so isolated, obviously, because of things that are going on in the world, you know, the, there is a simple art of wooing that used to be so prevalent. And, you know, I think what we want to accomplish today is, you know, really discuss the fundamental principles um, about the art of wooing and what it means to do it successfully. So um, are you ready to get started? Of course. Okay. The, the first thing I want to tell you that I think this is a very important subject especially in today's world where everything is going so fast because of the computers. And we have to say exactly what you are saying, that the art of wooing, the art of, it's very interesting that I'm doing that today. You know why? why? In, a, in a few months, a book is coming out, The Art of Arousal, which is like the art of wooing. And I'll, I'll tell you more about that. So it's very interesting that you have chosen for your woo agency uh, that topic, because especially today, very important to realize that because of the computer, everything goes so fast, which sometimes, Valerie, is not good for the relationship. And that's why we see so many lonely people, men and women, because this art of wooing, your agency's name is Woo. The art of wooing is kind of, it's not forgotten, but it's kind of buried in the worries of everyday life. I couldn't agree with you more. So that's, we're going to dig into all of that. Super excited. So, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting because, you know, especially in advertising, we, we always know that sex sells or at least, you know, that used to be the case. So my first question for you is, you know, how does modern day uh, wooing work? Is it still about sex or is there more to it? No, what is very important, uh, you are right. Some of it did get lost, but it's coming back because we are at the end of the pandemic. And we have to be optimistic. So part of it has been gotten lost because people think, Valerie, they think they don't have time. They have to ride away two minutes to look at each other and then to decide if they want to go to bed. That's not a good idea. It needs to have a little bit of a relationship which comes from Wooing. And that has to be on both sides in order to make a lasting, loving relationship. It is not only about sex. Sex plays a big part, but it's also about finding interest and that, that they both share and finding a willingness to woo each other. That has to be a willingness to take a deep breath, take a deep breath, Valerie, a deep breath, and to say very slowly, let's get to know each other. 
Now I have to tell you something very important. Valerie, listen. Okay. All of your clients in the agency, in the Jewish language, the word for sex is ladat. Ladat in Hebrew means to know. Look how interesting. The sages in the olden days knew how important it is to know each other in order to have a lasting relationship. I hope that got on your camera behind you. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so very important that that word to know each other is part of everything that I'm doing. And you are quite right. In today's world, right away, we have to say, we are not talking only about men to women, women to men. We're talking about women and women and men and men. Correct. You know, I watched your documentary and I was so incredibly moved. And for anybody who hasn't seen it, please, please go watch it because your story is unbelievable. And I'm so happy that you spoke about, um, you know, the idea of Ladon. I am also Jewish, just yes. so you know. Um, so it really, really spoke to me. It was something that I hadn't heard of and something that, you know, I learned about. Um, and I did feel that it was incredibly interesting that there was a relationship between the meaning of the word and, you know, how important it is to really get to know someone. Now, you know, so wait, much of I have to tell you something else, Valerie. In December, there is a play about me called Becoming Dr. Ruth. And Tova Felchu, the actress, is playing me at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. Valerie, I want you to come and I want you to let me know when you're in New York. And I, I want every, everybody in your agency to know. Becoming Dr. Ruth in December at the Museum of Jewish Heritage. I see. I will make a special trip. I will come to see it just Wonderful. for you. I'll see you there. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, so my next question is, um, you know, what is one of the biggest mistakes people make when they're trying to woo, in your opinion? In my opinion, is that they have in the back of your, of their mind, that let me not waste my time. That's the most important lesson to be taught today. You must take your time to really talk to each other and to really try to see if you want to give each other your phone number. After talking on the computer, I have nothing against this. Thank God we had Zoom for this difficult times, Los Angeles and New York and everybody. After you have decided, this is somebody I really would like to know more about. Then take a deep breath and then ask some questions. Not about sex. Don't ask who was your last lover. Don't ask was, was your last lover uh, able to give you orgasms. You see, I can talk explicitly. Of course. Because I'm, I'm the sex therapist here. So you have to know to first ask some general questions. Tell me what is your hobby. Tell me how did you, these days, you can ask, how did you survive these almost year and a half difficult uh, times? And tell me about a little bit about what you are doing and what you are aspiring to. If you are an aspiring actress in Los Angeles, 
talk about that, whatever you do, and then and take it slowly. Make up in your mind at the Wu Agency that this is just a, a foreplay. This is just a little talking foreplay. If you find interest in each other, you will have another date on Zoom to know where to go from here. Very important to hear that. This is just like foreplay. And foreplay for both men and women, even if he's already aroused. Very important. I agree. You know, it's interesting because so many of the principles that I use at my agency when I, um, you know, create uh, work for clients, I try to base it on, you know, what happens between relationships with people because brands have to do the same thing when it comes to consumers. They have to take their time. They have to understand their audience. They have to be good listeners. And so all of the things that you're talking about are the principles that are, again, core to the work that we do. So you're just reaffirming everything in my mind. So thank you. Thank you for that. Perfect. Um, So in your mind, what is the most powerful form of wooing? I think the most powerful form, let's say you see each other and you like each other. Let's assume that already the first step is taken because if you don't like each other's face, if you don't like how that other person talks, don't waste time. Say, nice to meet you, I have a headache. I all believe in white lies. Don't say you are not interesting me. Don't say I don't like your looks. Say, use a white lie. I have a headache or I have an important phone call and leave it at that. So that's the first step, not to waste your and the other person's time because it it becomes then clear that you're not interested and that leaves a bad taste if you continue. So rather using a white lie and don't say my last lover waits outside. That's not a good one. <laughs> Just say something like I have to make an important phone call or I really have a headache. So then Let's suppose now we are at that step that you really are interested in continuing the conversation. Don't talk about sex. That comes later. Very important, but it comes later. First, talk about hobbies. Valerie, what do you like to do when you don't work at your agency? Or do you, um, or do you, or do you work all the time? Uh, I pretty much work all the time, but I have two beautiful daughters that, you know, I'm uh, very involved with. So uh, they take up a lot of my time. So mostly if I'm not working, my focus is on them. Wonderful. Say that right away. Because then whoever talks to you knows that you are interested in a relationship. They don't have to know if you're divorced or not. They don't. I am not divorced. Yeah. I am happily married. I'm happy Perfect. to say. Then say so. Say, I'm happily married, two daughters. So by you saying, Valerie, I'm married. Now I can talk to you about education. Now I can talk to you about how, how did your girls manage to remain in contact with girlfriends to tell their secrets, to talk about what bothers them in this very difficult time. Already you and I now, have a basis 
that we could talk about for 24 hours. I agree. So I agree. In, with your clients, when you sell something, give me an example of what you sell. Um, let's see. One of my clients, um, we sell, let's see, which example should I use? Home appliances. So one of my, you know, my favorite clients is Bosch Home Appliances. So we sell, um, you know, stovetops and dishwashers mm -hmm. and you know, <laughs> it's really... I have a good yeah. idea. I have a good idea. Okay. Once you know that about the person that you want to start the relationship with, <laughs> here is my tip that will make them laugh right away. When you say dishwasher, <laughs> I myself have to laugh. In the olden days, dishwashers moved <laughs> when they washed the dishes, not the modern ones, the old ones. And I used to say, that's not bad for sex. Sit on top of it. <laughs> you know I, I'm going to put on my creative team. I, I think that's a great idea. I have to tell you another thing. In the Jewish tradition, again, the book, um, Heavenly Sex, Heavenly Sex, Sexuality in the Jewish Tradition. I also talk about that humor is very important. When you use humor, the, your clients will remember what you said. I don't mean stupid jokes. I mean, humor, like talking about the dishwasher in the olden days, could give fantastic orgasms. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Well, I'll definitely talk to them about it, see what they say. Um, okay, so what, what attracts us to certain people and not others? Talk to me a little bit about that. I tell you what, it is very difficult sometimes for yourself, Valerie, to know what drew you to this person in order to start wooing. Sometimes it's clear. Sometimes it's nice looking. Sometimes it is the smile. Sometimes it is what he or she said. And, and also sometimes it depends that you are really available and want to start a relationship. That comes through when you talk to each other. Right. And, you know, I've been married for 20 years, so this question is really important. Does wow, wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You know, um, so my next question is, does wooing change over time? Um, you know, tell us about, like, the beginning of a relationship versus 20 years later. You know, how does it evolve? How does it change? Very good question, Valerie. And it does change, and people have to be aware that it changes. So it's not by surprise that you have to put in more time into wooing, even if you are in a relationship. For example, even you, Valerie, send a message home after this program to your husband. I was thinking about you while I was talking to Dr. Ruth. That will do wonders. So use something that is happening to you. And women don't have to wait anymore. These times have passed that a woman has to wait for a man to send flowers. If there is any occasion, oh, you know what? I'll tell you a secret. Sometimes without an occasion, send flowers to him and, okay. say, and say, I was just thinking of you, period. Enjoy the flowers until I come home. I bet you 
that is wooing in the highest order. <laughs> I, love I love it so much. So tell me, um, has technology changed wooing? I know you talked about computers um, and, you know, it used to be that we didn't have all this technology. And now with all these dating apps, you swipe to the left, you swipe to the right. So tell me about how technology um, either helps or hurts the art of wooing. I, I, I would like to say, because I'm an optimist, that it helps. It has drawbacks. Let's talk about that another time. It okay. does help because look what you can do. On you, you can see each other. You can listen carefully to each other because the listening and understanding what that other person says is a very important part of wooing. And that is something that this technology, we really have to thank the people with this technology that it came at a time when we needed it most. Los Angeles and New York, yes. all, all over the world. It has, it has some drawbacks. Sometimes two people talk on Zoom and they might decide too fast that there is nothing in it for them, that they are not interested. Big mistake. Give it the time, an hour, and then decide. Don't decide just on looks and don't decide just on that very first impression. Wooing permits you to take some time to get to know each other. Like I said about that word in, yeah. in Hebrew, to know each other. Yeah, well, one, one, one challenge that seems to be happening that I hear from so many of my single friends is because of the technology, there's now so many options, right? Before it was, it was a lot of work to go meet somebody. You had to, you know, figure out how to find them. And now you can swipe, you know, thousands of people. So there's all many, too, almost too many options. So what, what advice do you have for people, you know, that are really looking to make connections and to woo each other? You know, because again, if you're just, you know, you meet somebody, it's like, oh, she was great or he was great. But wait, what else is out there? How do you how do you deal with that? OK, what else is about that is out there is dangerous because then you never put in the effort and the time to see if that person that you're talking to right now is interesting enough for you to start a relationship. Right. So careful, careful, not only because if you say, I have to see what else is out there, you might remain alone for the rest of your life. And I do not like that. It's a dangerous trap to fall into. You know, I call it, I have a name for it. I call it grass is greener syndrome. So <laughs> I like I that. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I have a whole story about my husband and his grass is greener syndrome before he married me, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> so, um, okay. Let me tell you something about that. Yes. Anybody who listens to you and me in your agency has to know that this idea, let me look because the grass might be greener uh, out, out there, it's dangerous. It's dangerous because I don't want to see you at the end of the day alone. And I'm not saying to go with the first person. There has to be something that you have developed, like a little click that says, this person is of interest to me. We are going to have another talk. Always do another talk. 
have another cup of coffee. The cup of coffee these days has to be on Zoom. Let it be on Zoom. Have another cup of coffee. Then decide. If you know that's not for me, say thank you so much. This was a nice conversation. Goodbye. Right. Or okay. you can use a white lie. Come, I'll teach you another white lie. Okay. A white lie is to say, that was nice talking to you, but I think I'm going back to my old love. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Well, that, that makes it very final. So that's good. I like that. <laughs> All right. I have, a, I have an important question for you. Does wooing ever get old in a relationship? Never. I see even in old age homes, not for me, I'm not going, I'm staying right here, Washington Heights, overlooking the Hudson and the George Washington Bridge. But other people go uh, to assisted living and that's important. Careful, careful there about, because if you start with somebody, the entire uh, dining room knows already about it. So keep it private. I do not believe that putting everything, even about your past experiences, even about your past sex life out there, not a good idea. That comes much later when you are really in a relationship already. Don't ever tell if you're in a relationship, let's say. Let's say because of our talk, somebody is already going to be in a relationship. Don't ever compare a previous lover. Don't ever say, my previous lover had a bigger penis. Don't ever say, my previous lover had bigger breasts and I like big breasts. Ooh, not a good idea. So not a good idea. Careful what you say, but make sure that you give it time. Okay. So what is the, what's the ultimate goal of wooing? The, in my way of, think, of thinking, I'm very old-fashioned, Valerie. I want people like you, and I was married almost 40 years. I was married a few times, but my last marriage was really the, the real marriage. Uh, at the end, I would like people to make sure that they have companionship. It's not just sex. I talk a lot about sex, and I'm a good sex therapist, but I'm also talking about wooing, and I'm talking about companionship. So the ultimate goal is that you are going to be together for a while, hopefully for the rest of your life. I hope so, from your mouth. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. Um, you know, I remember years and years ago when I was dating, um, I would go on dates with some men and all they would do was talk, 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 and they never wanted to listen to what I had to say. Um, and so I want you to talk a little bit about, um, you know, how important it is to, you know, to be a good listener. Very. Um, you know, Not, talk a little bit. And you know what's important? Uh, to be a good listener is important for both. Not just for men. This holds true for gay relationships. This holds true for any relationship. That to be a listener says to the other person, Valerie, right now, I'm here only for you. Right now, the rest of the world does not exist. Right now, for this 15 minutes or half an hour, whatever it is, I only am here to listen to you and to tell you what I think. 
right? So is the art of good conversation being lost, do you think? A little bit, yes. That's a good question, Valerie. The art of good conversation is a little bit lost because everybody is so much in a rush. Everybody is working. We know that. Every working, everybody is busy. If you want to start to woo the name of the agency, to woo somebody, you must take time. You must carve out the time. That maybe it's once a week. Maybe it's every evening. It doesn't matter how, how much, but it has to be carved out that you are there. You are really listening like you are listening when you sell something. You want that other person to listen, to decide if they want to buy it or not. Right. And so what are, what are the best ways to build tr- you know, real trust in a relationship? The real trust is, first of all, not to think that that other person should tell you everything. I'm saying, don't talk about your past disappointments. Everybody has disappointments. There is nobody that I know, even when the wooing went well, that there might be some kind of disappointment. Forget about that. Just make a point to say, from now on, I am going to look forward and not all, don't bring past disappointments into a new relationship until much, much later. First, find that person that you are interested in. Second, then take the time to really talk to that person. If that person is a night person, talk at night. If that person gets tired in the evening, talk in the morning. Make sure that you know when to talk. And if you are interested, if that wooing is successful, after you finish your first conversation, make a date, a firm date. Don't say, eventually I'll call you. Don't say, I'm so busy, I don't have time now. Make a date, even if the date is a month later. Make a date and say, on the 1st of January, I call you again. Got it. And so other than sex, what is the secret to keeping relationships, you know, fresh and interesting? You know, you talked a little bit about, you know, surprising people when they don't expect it with flowers. But, you know, what are some other ideas on how to keep relationships fresh? By thinking, what is it that that other person really would like to see today? Like you, Valerie, find out today what kind of book, of course, one of my books, uh, you are, see, I learn how to sell. What <laughs> kind of book your husband would like? And even if it's something that you are not interested in, what is his profession? Um, he works in visual effects. He's a 3D artist, so he does uh, effects for movies and commercials. So maybe you can find a new book about some of the technology in commercials visually. Something that you are, you don't have to be interested in it at all, but you have to know that he's interested in. Right. So you're talking about this element of just surprise and delight. And this is something that I talk to a lot of my clients about, because oftentimes they forget, like once a um, 
you know, once they have a, a, a customer or a consumer that, you know, starts to be loyal, how important it is that they continue the conversations and continue to surprise and delight their, you know, their customers. It's the same thing in relationships. So I yes. love those parallels that you're making. So as soon as you know, somebody's interested in baseball, let's suppose you talk to somebody on, on that computer on baseball. You have no idea about baseball. You don't even know who plays and where do they play. <laughs> Come here. Make believe that you are interested. Ask if you are interested in that person. Say, oh, I really would like to go with you to a baseball game. There will be plenty of conversation already. You don't, then you have to learn a little bit, find a friend to teach you a little bit about baseball. You don't want to go and not know why they throw the ball. Um, find out from that other person some little something that tells you what that person is uh, about. If they like to hike, say, look, thank God we can now go outside. Bring your mask. But find a hike, find a hike that is not too difficult, but also not too easy. Because if it's somebody who likes to hike, they don't want to go just around the block. And we'll go on a hike. The next date we have, we will go on a little hike. All right. Well, first of all, I... I, I don't know how to express to you how, I, I think I've tried, but how honored I am to sit down with you here today. Um, I wish I could hug you uh, through, I, you know, through <laughs> the, you know, your warmth and your wisdom. And it's just such an honor. And again, because, you know, wooing is something that is at the core of who I am and it's at the core of who you are. So now I feel like you and I have a special emotional connection. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this with me today. You're welcome. And um, I'm super excited about everything that you have going on in your play and all of that. So again, you know, I hope everyone who's listening, um, you know, really gets to learn everything that I have about you and your remarkable story. And thank you again, Dr. Ruth. Thank you so much. Bye, Valerie. Bye, all of you. Bye, Wu Agency. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.